1: Golden Valley Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. There are downed trees and power lines, homes and businesses damaged or destroyed after tornadoes raked parts of Missouri overnight. The state capital, Jefferson City, was hard hit. Austin Thompson lives there, says his apartment complex suffered heavy damage. Maintenance shed completely leveled down here. Roof on the main office is gone.
2: Look over, there's one building that's basically one story now. Every building there is two story. This one building is one story now. Uh, my building, my room, every piece of sheetrock, every window's blown out.
1: No fatalities in Jefferson City, although a tornado did kill three people in Golden City, Missouri. And now flooding is a major concern as severe thunderstorms move across parts of Oklahoma, Missouri, and Kansas. Stocks sharply lower on Wall Street. The Dow now down about 358 points. This is SRN News.
3: May is Fibromyalgia Awareness Month. According to the National Fibromyalgia and Chronic Pain Association, fibromyalgia is a common and complex chronic pain disorder that causes widespread pain and tenderness to the touch that may occur body-wide or migrate over the body. Fibromyalgia occurs in people of all ages, including children. This month's Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570 stream online at twincitieswellnessradio.com or tune in with our free mobile app.
4: Umley Michaels here on Wellness 1570. Stick around for Like and Matters Radio with Mr. Black. Check out our full program lineup at com. Podcast page is there and information on the fan club. Become a Wellness Fan Club member, lots of perks to go along with that. We've got a lot of trips and getaways, some flyaways and things like that. Uh, That you could win. Also, win a thousand bucks for dad for Father's Day. Again, TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com has the info.
3: According to a recent Barna study, schools are seen as a negative influence on faith formation. Church leaders view parents, churches, and Christian communities as positive influences on a child's spiritual life. However, children are spending most of their daytime, weekday hours at school, which is perceived by many church leaders as a negative influence. A good Christian school can provide a strong Christian community to help positively influence your child's spiritual formation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we believe in the power of Christian education so much, we have partnered with local Christian schools to offer half-off your child's first year of tuition. It's our half-off tuition program. To find out if the school you are considering is part of this program, and to take another great step in your child's faith formation, call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406, or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
5: Social Security is with you through life's journey. Get to know us at SocialSecurity.gov. We are there, day one with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there as you grow, protecting you and those you love. We are there when you get your first job, helping you to save for the future. We are there when you marry your sweetheart to help secure your new life together. We are there if the unexpected happens to help you see life from a new perspective. We are there when you start your next chapter to make sure you get off to a great start. And we are there when you lose your soulmate to help make sure you will be all right. We are with you through life's journey, Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Get to know us and see what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov.
6: Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense.
7: Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today we are live. It's been a few days since I've been live and I am so honored to, uh, be with you on the radio as we approach the, uh, the birth of our Savior, the day that we celebrate the recognition of Christ's birth, Christmas. And, uh, today we're going to be talking about hope. Matter of fact, we're going to be talking about the fifth report equals hope you know, as a, as a leader, I truly believe our number one gift, our number one uh, commodity that we are uh, pushing out there is hope because hope uh, truly does change life. Hope gives people a reason to do something different today because tomorrow can be different. Uh, and, you know, there's something out there that talks about uh, that there's the suicide and depression increase at Christmas. And believe it or not, I know this is going to surprise you, But that's a myth. Not a miss. And I remember the uh, Muppet movie. Miss? What? What? (laughs) It's not miss. It's a myth. Uh, It's absolutely not true. Uh, Matter of fact, I have an article here from 2003 uh, from Randy Hillard, MD, said in 1981 I wrote an article called Christmas and Psychopathology uh, in in Reader's Guide uh, to Periodical Literature. And he said that there is a myth. Uh, that uh, depression and suicide increase uh, in Christmas. Matter of fact, it says the fact is that fewer people report to psychiatric emergency rooms just before Christmas than at other times of the year. He says my study in 1981 and most similar studies show that hospital admissions, suicide attempts and completions and even letters to advice columnists go down just before Christmas. Ready for this? Then go back up immediately afterwards. Maybe depression doesn't increase before Christmas because people use their best coping strategies to get through the holidays. And maybe there's a little Christmas magic after all. And I'm going to tell you there's something deeper going on. There are patterns. You know, my background in the study of neuro-linguistic programming uh, is all about patterns. And so uh, I got this other article from 2015. says, Christmas suicide surge is a myth. But what about the January rebound? And this is really the bigger point. It says the claim suicides rise after Christmas through a postponement effect. Backstory: Okay, that's not the claim most people have heard. The popular myth is that suicides peak around Christmas as people already suffering from depression are pushed over the edge by the surrounding jollity. That's cool. <laughs> that they can't share in by heightened feelings of loneliness. Okay, The Christmas suicide peak is indeed a myth, and a long-perpetuated one, so according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. However, some research has found evidence to bolter the Christmas suicide idea. So here's the point. During Christmas, November, December, believe it or not, suicide, depression, letters to Ann Landers and all those people actually go down. But here's the thing. Come January, they go massively up, and this is the whole point of today. You know that's why today is called the fifth report equals hope, because I want you to think about it. You know, Christmas time is really a, a hopeful time. It's a time to look forward. It's a time for uh, a respite, if you will. A time for uh, new beginnings. A time to kind of draw a line in the sand. I know it's always been that way for me. You know, we push really hard throughout the year. uh, And then we come to the end of the year. And I usually have about a two to four week period of time at the end of the year where I have some downtime. Where I'm not uh, having to teach class. Where I can uh, relax a little bit. Where I can get my body reconditioned, rested, uh, recreated, if you will. Uh, And then to gear up for January that is usually pretty uh, intense. And that's really what's going on. People are looking forward to something. I think that's why in November and December, a suicide, depression, all that, they go down. Because people are looking forward. People have hope. They have a dream. They're not quite sure what that dream is, but frivolity, jollity, whatever the word you want to use, Right. Uh, the potential that they might get something special, uh, the potential that they might give something special, the potential for uh, a holiday cheer. You know, things are slower. People are kinder. Uh, the bank's not open as much uh, throughout the week. There's closed during the week, so people that are tight on money don't have to worry about looking at the bank account every day. And we call that hope. And that truly is the number one commodity of a leader. It truly is hope. And, you know, at the end of our training, we have people fill out what's called a fifth report. Uh, and it basically surmises the, the whole weekend. Uh, and why it's so great is because it truly does. It truly does let people, uh, even though their situation in life hasn't changed much, they have hope. So I want to read to you some fifth reports today says, up until now, my focus has been all over the place, with the pain and guilt feeling gone or on its way out. I choose what my life will be. I choose not to be the victim. I will be the mother my son deserves. I will breathe life into the relationships that need uh, reparation, whether from me or from me, by me, or to me, with intention and wholehearted definition. I will show my niece that she's important and that she can still love her mom, my sister, even though she might not get that love in return, at least in the way she views it. By doing that, I will instill the power she has in being the person to show her mom the way to be a good daughter by being the best mom she can be to her children. My will to survive is stronger than the pain than others may inflict to keep me in the past and not move forward. See, you know what I love about what we do is we bring people hope. You know, when you're looking at your life, there are basically there's a timeline. We all have a past, we all have a present, we all have a future. And most people have misfiled their past in the future. And hope really is about that today, no matter if it's good or bad, that tomorrow can be better. You know, the hope in America has always been for every parent that we can provide our kids with a country that is better than the one we got. And a lot of people have lost that hope in America today. Uh, because we've lived in now just a bitter world. I mean, we had an economy going great. We had things going well. But because people in the resistance wanted to hate this man, they're so wrapped up in hate for that guy who lives in the White House, that they voted for other people who are going to now, for the next two years, just gonna cause investigation. The economy is going to drop. A lot of bad stuffs going to happen because people weren't happy because of so much bitterness, so much anger, so much rage. And they lost their hope. And what's missing in the world today, what's missing in America Day, what's missing in our families' day is hope. And what happens around Christmas time is people have hope. They have hope for good tidings. They have hope for new beginnings. They have hope for some downtime. They have hope for pleasantries. There's a, it's a hopeful time. But here's my point, and this is what I posit. The reason why it spikes back up in January is because people then realize that the hope that they were disappointed. See, life is an undulating line; it has peaks, it has valleys, it has peaks, it has valleys. But the problem is, a lot of people don't ride the train. What they do is, when life gets disappointing, they stop dreaming, so they have nothing to put push for. And because people have experienced so much pain, they go numb, and so they no longer feel the pain. And so people stop dreaming. They start having expectations because they've been disappointed. And they stop feeling. And that's the flat line. And so I'm going to tell you today that I want to keep hope alive. I want to give you some hope that just like the people that go through my training, that they go to my training for two days, nothing really changed in their life. The the life that they left is the same life they're going back to. But what you're going to hear is so much more hope. So much more excitement. Even though the situations are the same, they're hopeful. They believe that there's a great opportunity. And that's what happens at Christmas time as well. And it doesn't happen till the post-Christmas that people then feel that disappointment. And so today and on Like It Matters Radio, we're gonna talk about the fifth report about hope. Because as a leader, our greatest gift, our greatest commodity is hope. And if you're not peddling hope, then you're part of the problem.
2: And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could. Because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, June 13th through the 15th. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to find Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment.
0: I'm a trained lawyer. I went to law school and I have found that has actually been a disadvantage. My name is Alan. I am a current student at the OTA office in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, I'm a retired district court judge and when I decided to retire, I'd always had an interest in financial markets. I had done quite a bit of research, read up on OTA a lot. I think I had a pretty good idea of what to expect. The actual class itself was more impressive than I even anticipated. I mean, after I 10 of that half-hour class, I was absolutely 100% sold. It's almost like a light bulb goes off, you start following your rules, you recognize the mistakes you shouldn't uh, make, and you stop making them. I feel like I've actually turned a corner, I'm actually on a great path. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to do this, and I think a lot of people get scared away from the financial markets because they don't think they're smart enough, and nothing could be further from the truth.
8: Call OTA at pound 250 on your cell phone for a free investing workshop, or register at LEARN with
2: That's likeitmatters.net.
7: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about the fifth report equals hope. You know, ladies and gentlemen, hope is a mindset. Hope is a dream. Hope is a belief system. Hope is the greatest commodity that all leaders are pushing out there if you're a good leader. And the thing about the Christmas season, it's filled with hope. It's filled with so much hope. Matter of fact, the original Christmas story, Luke 2, right? In those days, the decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when... And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that same region where there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night, and an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with great fear, and the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Remember that from the peanut story? Remember Linus? And see, God gave people hope. Gave a Savior. And, you know, if you think about one of the most hopeful speeches ever given, it was by Dr. King, right? Dr. King, I have a dream. One of the most famous speeches of all time was that speech by Dr. King. And why did Dr. King have a dream? Because he had the hope in Christ. You know, Langston Hughes wrote a great poem called Dream Deferred. It says, what happens to a dream deferred? Does it dry up like a raisin in the sun or fester like a sore and then run? Does it stink like rotten meat or crust and sugar over like a syrupy sweet? Maybe just sags like a heavy load or does it explode? And the speech that Dr. King gave is so similar to so many things. Because halfway through the speech, Dr. King says, I am not unmindful that some of you have come here out of great trials and tribulations. Some of you have come fresh from narrow jail cells. Some of you have come from areas where your quest for freedom left you battered by the storms of persecution and staggered by the winds of police brutality. You have been the veterans of creative suffering, continue to work with the faith, That unearned suffering is redemptive. Wow, that's powerful. Continue to work with the faith that unearned suffering is redemptive. Go back to Mississippi. Go back to Alabama. Go back to South Carolina. Go back to Georgia. Go back to Louisiana. Go back to the slums and ghettos of our northern cities, knowing that somehow this situation can and will be changed. Let us not wallow in the valley of despair. And ladies and gentlemen, that as leaders, we got to realize there's a lot of people out there wallowing in the valley of despair. And it has nothing to do with your skin color. It has to do with our species, the humankind, the human condition. And that's what I love about our training. We don't technically change anybody's life. When people come in our class on a Thursday night, that their life that they leave is going to be no different technically when they get back home. But there's going to be one huge difference. is they have hope. They have a dream. That even though the circumstances, the situations in their life are exactly the same as they were just 48 hours earlier, they look totally different. So here's a fifth report from this last class we just had. It said, up until today, the fear of failure and the fear to disappoint have been holding me back. I will no longer allow the fear to deter me. The benefits of this transformation will be amazing for me in my personal professional life. Personally, I will stand in confidence and look forward. It's okay to stumble. It's okay to fail. What you do after those blocks is the most important thing. I will love unconditionally. I will not just say it. I will mean it. Decisions I make will be made with a new level of confidence. I will own my mistakes and get better. Professionally, I will not fear disappointing or not feeling good enough. I will make decisions that I feel are best for me and my team and my company. I have to trust that my expected team trusts me and my leadership, or I would not be in the position I am in. Past situations where this was not the case is in the past. I have to look forward and keep moving. Learning from these situations is good to review, but it does not define me. I will not allow the fear of failure to define me. See, ladies and gentlemen, we cannot control what is going on in our life. We can't. Sometimes life throws stuff at us. We can't control what happens to us. But we can control our frame. We can control the narrative. We can control the way that we explain it to ourselves. And we need to realize that life is a mind game. We only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. A majority of our experience in this thing called life is at the unconscious level. That's why some of us wake up depressed. We wake up in a funk. Trust me, I've been battling my own stuff. I pushed and pushed and pushed, and this has been a tough year. See, I don't come across as some guru. I don't put myself on a pedestal and have you kneel and worship at my feet. I struggle. I'm more screwed up than most of you. I just know it. I'm open with my struggles. I live a very transparent life. I'm a passionate man. I live in the now moment. And that's usually good, but not all the time because when you live in the now moment and this moment sucks, then you have a tendency to think all life sucks because you're in the now moment. And so I want you to know I understand your pain. I understand your struggles. Why do you think I can help you so much? Because life is an undulating line. It has peaks. It has valleys. It has highs. It has lows. And we've got to accept the lows in order to get the highs. It, they come from the same faucet, the same fountain. You can't shut off the lows without shutting off the highs. But what we got to do is give people hope. Hope means the possibility that tomorrow can be better than today. That's what hope is. From a fifth report from class. I will plan my next day before I go to bed at night. I will commit to giving my lover more in the bedroom. I will be present in every moment, good or bad, because you cannot have the yin without the yang. I will take up space. I will make my voice heard. I will allow myself to fully feel my emotions instead of letting them go. I was given my physical chronic pain so that I could have empathy for others and relate to their struggles, and I have been lucky to not have to experience. I was given this pain to know that I will be able to handle any mental or physical challenge that I choose to overcome. I will choose more. I will not hesitate. I will only revisit my flaws and mistakes to learn how to harness that into the future to work for me. I will do everything with my whole heart. I will journal daily. I will always be excited. I will keep my word. I will not live in the good enough. I will be mindful of my body and I will study it and learn it so that I can make it work for me. I will keep my commitments that I make to myself and will stop letting myself down. I will now run the paths of my mind, body, and soul where I have just been walking. I will move with purpose and a sense of urgency in all aspects of my life. The next minute could be my last. I will make it matter. See what's so powerful is that person's life was no different than it was 48 hours earlier. But what was the great difference? The great difference was their frame. The great difference was they had dream, they had a hope. And that's what the Bible says, without a vision, people perish. A vision is like a dream. It's something to move for. It's something to be excited about. It's something to look forward to. And I've noticed I struggle the most in my life. when I have nothing to look forward to. And when people come to my class, whether they're 30, 20, 16, whether they're 80... What we do is we give people hope that no matter what's been going on in life the last 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years, they now have the tools to do something different. This is from one of my recent graduates. This man's 60 years old. You know the old saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks? You can if that dog wants to be better. This is the fifth report. From the second I walked through the door, I was scared and full of fear. Not from a challenge, not from being uh, up front of a crowd and speaking, but because it was personal. And I have not opened my heart to anyone since the death of my sister when I was 19 years old. Until this week, I have not uh, faced this fear. The walls I have created, the first two mornings, I bombed, I shut down, and Mr. Black hit me between the eyes with it. I was mad and in my head, ready to walk out and go home. I did not. I chose to face my fear and to push on. I have learned so much in these three days, most most of which I have yet to truly realize or apply, but I will. The first biggest amazing moment was focus, right side of my brain going to my peaceful place. It worked, and it was a first I will never forget. I see now how to live in the now, and that will make a gigantic difference for me, at home first, for my wife, and for I. I've been searching for years, how to get there, where I can live in the now and not the past. So many fights, so many problems from this. Today was not my biggest fear, but my biggest stop forward, my breakthrough. Letting it go this morning, I finally worked it out. Worked it out without fear, and it was amazing. I felt like it all came out, and the real James was no longer saddled with fear. Ladies and gentlemen, you can teach an old dog new trick. You know what's different? We need hope. Hope that things can change. A belief that something can be different. And that is our job as leaders. We bring hope. It doesn't matter what the situations of life are. What matters is the frame you put around them. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I bring hope with the fifth report.
0: reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included
2: change the course of your life go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next leadership awakening in minneapolis june 13th through the 15th that's likeitmatters.net leadership awakening we don't take applicants only commitment
0: you're a do-it-yourselfer you fix things around the house take care of the yard wash your car and on top of it all run your own business but wow when it comes to digital marketing and advertising things aren't so do-it-yourself You need results and just aren't getting them on your own. Salem Surround will get you results. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers, so you can run your business. Using every digital marketing tool possible is a necessity to compete in today's business world. But you have to know about all the options. Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and, most importantly, revenue. There really are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com, connecting you with new customers.
8: If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix.
7: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your Radio Life County, Mr. Black. And hopefully you are preparing for a great Christmas day. Hopefully you're already in the Christmas season, the Christmas mindset. Christmas is one week from today, the actual day of celebrating uh, the birth of our Savior. And today we're talking about hope. You know, because that's really what Christmas is all about, hope. It's why it's called the gospel. The gospel is called good news. Good news is always about bringing hope. Happy are the feet that bring good news, right? Because we're bringing a gift. We're making a difference. And so if you missed any of the gift of this radio show today, you can go to likeitmattersradio.com and listen to it again. Or you can go to iHeartRadio, and if you query Wellness Radio 1570, you can listen to us twice a day. We're live 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. And then it's replayed from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we are in two local terrestrial markets. Our goal next year is to be in 50 local terrestrial markets. But right now we're in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul, AM 1570. Our, our, our base, our soulmate, our, our team, that's our home base, if you will. Uh, and you can listen uh, twice a day, like I said, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and 5 to 6 p.m. And then we are also in the beautiful city of St. Louis. And um you can listen to us on the St. Louis Gospel Experience. Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM, and that's every Monday through Friday uh, from 7 to 8 p.m. And today, we're talking about hope. And in our training, we have six modules. and the fifth module, uh, we have what we call the first half of our final exam, and they write, at the end of each module, they write a report. Uh They basically document everything they did in that last module, and then the benefits and applications what are the benefits they're receiving from this training, and specifically how they will apply them to their personal business life and so the fifth report is always one of my favorite things because it 's so hopeful it 's so dreamy it 's uh people are just pumped and so here's one from a, a recent class we set It we had it said I broke a barrier and discovered a fire. A new feeling which brought an intense energy. I felt every single member's pain, relief, happiness, anger, joy, gratitude, passion, commitment. I will be more aware of everyone's emotions in my life. I will pay closer attention to what their body, eyes, expressions are telling me. I will empower and provide support to coworkers, family members, my lover. I will apply the intensity I felt today in meetings, project hands off, uh, phone calls and training exercises. I will share my passion and mission with my peers. I'll continue to discover my mental strength. I started yesterday and the potential that I envisioned excites me. I feel alive. I feel happy. I feel at peace. I feel connected to myself in a new way. I like me. I love me. And I will share this with the world. I will start with my lover, then with my team at the office. I will be a better leader, a mentor, and Teacher, I will not stop. I will fight, cry, overcome fears, and conquer unknown territory. I will face my fear of height. I will start a family because up until now I was afraid of the possibility of not being as good of a father uh, as my dad is. I will be selfless, I'll be a great father, I will make my children proud, I will be the best version of me. See, the people leave our training and they have a dream. And when I think of that dream or that vision, I always think of Dr. King. And I love, you know, I go over Dr. King's speech a couple times a year. I love it. Love it. And the reason why Dr. King had a passion, had a dream, is because he knew the God of the Bible. Because he knew Jehovah. He knew Yeshua, uh, our Redeemer. And he says in the speech, he says, I say to you today, my friends, so even though we face the difficulties today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. He says, I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of the, if its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, Sweltering with the heat of oppression will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. And that really is what vision is. That really is what hope is. Hope Allows that no matter what's going on in your world today to be different. That's what hope is. Hope gives people reason to act differently. If you take away someone's hope, why would they act differently? Why would they do anything different? You know, Dr. King had a dream. He said, I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted, every hill and mountain shall be made low. The rough place will be plain, and the crooked place will be made straight, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. Today, Dr. King couldn't even give that speech in America. You got that? Because it references God of the Bible. Amazing, someone we laud so much that if he was alive today, would be ostracized, would be criticized, would be told to shut up, would be told, you can't say that. But no one thinks that way because they love Dr. King, I have a dream. But if they actually listened to the words, you'd understand why he had a dream. He had hope in something bigger than himself. And that's sometimes what we have to do. We've got to move beyond ourselves and realize it's not just about us, that we're here to serve. We're here to, to impact. We're here to live a life of significance, not just a survival not just of success but to impact other people to make a difference here's a fifth report from someone who recently graduated from my training it says quote it's interesting and very fulfilling to meet a bunch of strangers with completely different backgrounds and all of us come together to support one another i met someone that survived cancer someone that has trust issues someone that felt as though they had no purpose on day 1 and within 24 to 36 hours believe in themselves. I came with a lack of belief system, kind of taking every day, day by day attitude. I had a purpose or so I thought until now. I mask my uncomfortability with humor. I will succeed and I will do this by taking action steps every day. I'll be honest and hold my integrity to everyone because up until now, I trust to commit myself to a better me, a better belief system, passion, purpose, focus commitment vision team mr seaton called me before this had started and said trust me mr black said you don't know what someone's been through until you walked through in their shoes i trust reed i trust the pursuit for perfection i understand his desire passion and power equals action foundation and the mission to raise the bar I was ready for this unexpected realization, but it's taught me to be in the now. I will be a better husband. I will listen to my wife. I will comfort her. I will support her. I will be a better man. I'll be strong for her. I will help around the house. I will be a better father to my three kids. I will love them more each day. I will be there more often. I will play with them more. I will hug them and kiss them every moment. I will dedicate my life to a better purpose, a purpose that makes me a better man, a better human. I will raise the bar. I will not fear because fear holds me back. The bar will be forever changing, never looking in the past. I will focus on the present and the future, taking steps forward. Leaders have a vision and communicate it to their team. Leaders make decisions that are unpopular. They take risks. They motivate. They involve their team in the decision-making process and continuously improve. I will be that leader. That is so powerful. This person's life, what 48 hours earlier, is no different today. But what is different was his mindset, the belief system the way that he chose to adapt it. And see, that's what we have as leaders. We need to give people the opportunity to look forward. There are three R's to survival, and they all require a backward focus. There's regret, there's resentment, and there's resistance. All three of those R's require a backward focus. Think about that. We have so many people living in regret. Regret that this happened, regret that they didn't do that, regret all this stuff, right? Anybody hear it? Where are you looking? When you're regretting things, where are you living in the past? How about, you know, resentment? I resent the way I was brought up. I resent the way she talked to me. I resent that I didn't take advantage of that opportunity. Anybody notice? It's a rearward focused. And boy, we have 40% of the country in a resistance mode. Some of you who call yourselves Christians, you're supposed to honor the man that God or the woman that God put in authority over you. And yet you're in this resistance, you're violating God's own will and, and laws, and somehow justifying, hating a hater. Don't you hear it? Resistance. Part of the resistance. That's not honoring to God, it might be honoring to man, it might make you feel better at night. But it ain't getting anybody in the kingdom of God. See, when you're living in the three R's of survival, regret, resent, and resistance, you're all living in the past. We just had a Supreme Court nominee that had to defend him what he did 38 years ago. We got groups of people that want to go back 200 and 500 and 1,000 years to what happened back there and what happened back then and what happened there. This isn't fair. I mean, look at the whole Middle Eastern problem. They're fighting over a capital called Jerusalem. I study the Quran. I have English versions of it. I love my Muslim brothers and sisters. They have 94 uh, uh, ayats. That cover Isa al Messiah Jesus the Messiah, but you got to get this. Even there, there's not one time Jerusalem is mentioned in the crown. Look it up. There are hundreds of times Jerusalem's talked about the Bible as the eternal capital of the Jews. God Himself gave it to them in Genesis. Not one time in the crown is the capital of Jerusalem mentioned. That tells you what's going on right now. It has nothing to do with the reality. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, we got to get to knowing who we are. We got to get to thinking for ourselves instead of letting everybody else think for us. And that's one of the reasons why I do this radio show. Because you got to know who you are. You got to know why you're here. And you got to know whose you are. And you need to have some hope. And that's why, as we get closer, a week away from Christmas, I want to bring you some hope. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction.
8: Give a person a fish, give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at radio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's Black at com In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at Black at com In the subject line, put posse
5: Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide, all at likeitmatters.net. People
6: join Walk MS to raise awareness and funds that change the world for everyone affected by multiple sclerosis. MS attacks the brain and spinal cord. It's the most common neurological disease leading to disability in young adults. Walk MS brings communities together together creating teams with friends, loved ones, and coworkers to rally around those we care about and end MS forever. Join us, together we are stronger. Walk MS fundraising accelerates research breakthroughs and life-changing breakthroughs. It will take all of our passion, determination, and fundraising to end MS forever. Together, we can change the world for people with MS. Join us. Register today, start a team, and raise funds at walkms.org.
7: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, wishing you a Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 ho. You know, it's interesting that we were talking about hope. And, you know, Christmas time is a season of hope. You know, it's hopefully you get something under the tree. Hopefully the kids or your spouse is happy with what you got them. Hopefully things slow down. Hopefully you get a little rest. Hopefully you recharge your batteries. Don't you hear it? Hopefully in a Christmas party. Hopefully in some good food, some good snacks. Hopefully. And then if you're on a diet like I am, you don't even get to experience the joys of all the good holiday goodies. But there's a lot of hope. And it really made me start thinking about, because uh, it's been a rough year for me, man. It's been a good year in a lot of regards, but it's been a rough year. I lost mom and dad, uh, a lot of struggles. Uh, my daughter got married and uh, her uh, kind of getting on her own and uh, kind of wanting to share with me how uh, not a great father that she thought I was. So dealing with all that stuff of the world uh, and wanting to inspire people and bring some people hope. Yeah, Also, I like to be real. You know, I'm not looking to be anybody's guru and definitely not anybody's God. I, I got a God, and I'm not him. I'm not looking to be yours. Uh, but I want to bring hope because I truly believe uh, the number one commodity of any leader is this thing called hope. And what do you hope for? You know, and hope allows us to pick our eyes up off the ground and move them forward. So many people in this world, once you get wrapped up in your past, you know where your ancestors come from? Do the twenty-three Me? Do your DNA test so you can find out where people uh, all the way from a thousand years ago who your great 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 great. I could care less. We have a world that's so wrapped up in the past when we had slaves, so wrapped up uh, in the past when this, when that. I mean, you can't even uh, uh, host the Oscars anymore because they got to go back to your tweets five years ago when you told jokes that were funny back then. But now there's so many protected classes of people that you can't say anything that might somehow offend, even when it's called humor. Unless you're talking about a Christian or a Trump supporter or Trump himself. Then you can trash and destroy and attack all you want. But outside of that, in white men, you can't really talk about anybody else. And we want to focus on a little bit of hope. We want to just rest a little bit. And uh, let the dust from this last year settle. And over the next week, we're going to be talking about it. We're going to SWAT last year. We're going to take a look at 2018. Uh, so let's learn the lessons from 2018 18, as we move into 2019. We also want, at some point, take a look forward uh, to see what's it's going to take uh for 2019 to be a successful year. What does that look like? What does that sound like? What does that feel like? And that's what we're gonna be doing over the next couple weeks before uh, as we wrap up the new year, uh the old year and get ready for the new year. But today we're talking about the fifth report is hope. At the end of our training, uh we have people fill out what's called a fifth report. At the end of each module, each section of training they, they do a report called Notes to Myself where they list out the activities of training, all the stuff that they did. And then the second part is benefits and applications. And the way they're to address this part is they're to focus in what are the benefits they're receiving from this training and specifically how they will apply it to their personal business life. We actually have people put together a roadmap as they're going through the training. And it's incredible because uh, people come in my class Thursday. They meet me at 5 o'clock on Thursday. And they're out of my training room. They're done with graduation by Saturday at 5 o'clock. So 48 hours. And in that 48 hours, their life technically does not change. But yet they feel everything's changed. And what's different? What's different is they have hope. What's different is their belief system. What's different is even though that all their life is exactly the same as it was before they left, what's different now is the frame What's different now is the empathy. What's different now is the understanding. And so people leave our training just on fire with such hope, very hopeful. Here's a fifth report uh, from uh, someone who went through class about two months ago. It says, benefits of applications. Final exam part one was giving a five-minute speech about what I learned in this class and how I'll apply it in my workplace. And, man, let me tell you, dot, 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 dot. I had fire in my eyes, passion in my veins, and the Holy Ghost in my heart. It was electrifying. This experience allowed me to let it all out. I poured out my heart and soul while running around the room, slapping high fives on the teammates, and going down on one knee, giving all the glory to Almighty God. Mr. Black has definitely helped me to open my eyes and heart to become a better man of Christ, a better husband, father, and leader at work. I thank God for Mr. Black and his staff for this excellent class, as it's going to help me with all walks of life. I now have power, passion, focus, determination, leadership skills, and a new team that I love and I'm very thankful for. This is the day the Lord has made me a new man. 48 hours, and he felt his life was brand new. How about this woman who went to my last class? Said this module was so much more than about me. It was about our team. Supporting, encouraging, loving each other without conditions, without reservations or expectation. Wow. To watch walls come down and hearts surrender was like a miracle. I gave up on a couple, but Mr. Black didn't. God did it. That I will take to apply. That I, up until now, throw away no one. I quit on no one especially me up until now I have run from the process of reconciliation with my kids the hurt the shame the disappointment the pain i caused no more running i will face each one with no expectations just love i will not be held back by fear of rejection i will do what is required of me i will be available and i will commit i will let my voice be heard my opinion my experiences matter and up until this day i have been ashamed I will use all of it to help others. I am done with the past. This day forward, I move forward in all my relationships, starting with my Savior, Jesus. Thank you for not giving up on me, for giving me a purpose and a passion and love for people and relationships. I am one of those starfish, and it mattered. Life matters, and I will live like it does, not for selfish reasons as I have in the past up until now, but for your glory. I will stay committed to this new course you have set my feet on. I will keep connected and accountable to my team. I will be there for my team. I will continue to work hard on my thoughts. And when I fall, I will stand up, dust myself off, and move forward, looking forward, not back. It is a great day. Do you hear the hope espousing from all that? You hear it so fresh, so powerful, and that's what we're talking about. That's the power of a leader. To give someone that hope, to help them to understand, to feel the energy change was so inspiring. I will use this in my day-to-day life. I will be present in the now. I will not fear or be embarrassed to attempt to achieve. I do not fear failure. I will keep moving forward. I will be the best father. I will be the best partner. I will be present in the now. I will not let the voice in my head control me ever again. Discomfort is not bad. I, and I want to. I will lead and nurture my kids and friends. I'll be present in the now. I will help grade and lead my men down the right path. I will help guide and lead my men down the right path. I will be a positive member of any team. I will nurture my kids. I will hug them. Let them know I am here. I will be a positive role model. I'll provide them with the tools to make them better. I will not be embarrassed. I am free. You want to talk about hope? To give people hope, give people freedom. And see, that's what we're talking about. Freedom and hope are interchangeable if you think about it. You know, I have in front of me, I've been referencing Dr. King's speech, I Have a Dream. And I want to share with you the last paragraph. And I'm going to do what I just did in this with this one report. I'm going to replace the word freedom with hope. Everything else is the same. Quoting Dr. King. And he says, quote, this is how he ended his speech, I Have a Dream. And when this happens, and when we allow hope to ring, when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we'll be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last, Thank God Almighty, we are free at last. And that really is the hope of the season of Christmas, to be free at last, to be free at last, to be free at last. And that's what hope does. Hope allows us to free ourselves from the chains of the past. Hope allows us to have a better tomorrow than we have today. Hope allows us forgiveness and mercy. Hope allows someone to believe in the impossible and push for the possible. It is hope as a leader that we should be promoting and pushing and selling out. And so, as we approach Christmas time, leader, I want to beg you, I want to implore you to give hope, whether it's in a box or in your words. Keep hope alive. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
3: According to a recent Farna study, schools are seen as a negative influence on faith formation. Church leaders view parents, churches, and Christian communities as positive influences on a child's spiritual life. However, children are spending most of their daytime weekday hours at school, which is perceived by many church leaders as a negative influence. A good Christian school can provide a strong Christian community to help positively influence your child's spiritual formation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we believe in the power of Christian education so much, we have partnered with local Christian schools to offer half off your child's first year of tuition. It's our half-off tuition program. To find out if the school you are considering is part of this program and to take another great step in your child's faith formation, Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406, or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570. KDIZ. Going-